Tonight, on a very special Shaky Town Radio Hour. We listen to your messages. We listen to your emails. But we read them. And we listen to them when we read them. And, yes. To us. Wait. (laughs) Give some shout-outs. We have shout-outs. Lots of those. We look at the feedback online on thing.com and on iTunes. Yep. Uh, That's pretty much it. (laughs) We yap about our trips. To New York. And uh, New Orleans. Both places that are new. We talk about cigars and strip clubs and Gene getting in a fight. Almost. So tune in to answer the question on everybody's minds. Who is your favorite cat in the whole world? On the Shaky Town Radio Hour. Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. Welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back to you, to your house. To to my, my lovely, my palatial estate. Um, to my backyard, which is only slightly less destroyed than my front yard. <laughs> um, the wife is working on uh, the landscaping. So Cool. It looks very much like a, something like a train derailed in our front yard. Um Wow, it seems like we haven't recorded a show in, like, a year. Yeah. Um, seems like a long time. This episode is dropping on Monday, August 30th? 30th. 30th. It's the 30th, yeah. And Jen Kirkman's episode aired last week, or dropped last week. Uh-huh. And the, but that taping was, like, near the end of July, like, right before we yeah. both went out of town. Right, so right. this is, a. it's almost been a month. Yeah, that's crazy. So much has changed. I know, I know. I'm married now. You've blossomed into a lovely young woman. (laughs) Actually, I was married for a while before that. Yeah, you've talked about it. You've talked about that. Yeah. Uh, You have a baby But you went to a wedding. You have a child. I do have a child. My child has grown significantly. (laughs) My child is freakishly large now. (laughs) It's like uh, the baby from Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Right, 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 right. She's going down the Las Vegas strip yeah what's that street called las vegas boulevard right that one (laughs) the strip that's a good name for that in quotes yeah yeah um yes i did go to a wedding my my favorite street in (laughs) uh uh, for those i I, I may have mentioned this on the on the show before but but i i did i grew up in vegas and um and i'm sure i mentioned that by every show probably uh uh my favorite street is Flamingo Road because every time I see it, like like I was probably ten when we moved there, and um, the first time I saw Flamingo Road, I thought it was Flaming O Road. <laughs> so every time I, uh, so every time I, I see it, I think Flaming O Road, and it still kills me. Like hula like, hoop on fire. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I mean, literally, like you know, thirty years later, it's still it's still. <laughs> Every time I see it, I, I say it to myself, and I crack myself up. Yeah. Uh, there, there's this part of Phoenix uh, that's split up, uh, like, two sides of Camelback Mountain. And on my part, on my side, like, if you took a certain... If you took 44th Street up, it turned into McDonald eventually. McDonald took you into Paradise Valley, and there was a Smitty's. I don't know if there's Smitty's anywhere else outside of... I, I, it, it sounds familiar, but I don't... I don't... So, 
I remember pointing to the mountain and being whatever age, you know, not having a complete grasp on spatial. Uh-huh. Some would say I still don't have a grasp on spatial reasoning. I being <laughs> one of them. But I remember pointing to the mountain going, what's on the other side of that? And I'm thinking, what's on the other side of all mountains? And so when the answer right, for right. my sister came, Smitty's. I thought there was a <laughs> Smitty's with He-Man toys and cool stuff waiting behind every mountain. In a way, isn't there? <laughs> isn't there a Smitty's behind every mountain? You know who I actually had a little exchange with about Smitty's and He-Man toys was uh, Shooter Jennings. Um, we r- ran into... I, I, I saw him and his dad when I was a little kid at, uh, mm-hmm. like in line for the Santa <laughs> closet Christmas and like years later I, I he was mentioning being in Phoenix or something on online or on Twitter or whatever and I, I tweeted back and I'm like hey do you remember Smitty's being in line to meet Santa and he's like oh yeah totally I totally looked for He-Man too and stuff so I thought that was cool <laughs> oh Smitty's <laughs> source of such fond memories what was Smitty's was is it like a variety store like a five and dime or something Smitty's was like I don't know. It's probably like what Target is now, or whatever else. I mean, yeah, just department store kind of, but in a grocery store too. I think they're all like uh, a Fred Meyer. Probably. That's I'm not familiar with that chain. Fred, Fred Meyer's like up in the northwest. Okay. Like, and it's a it's like or Gemco. Yeah, you know what? Let me. Uh, is Smitty still around? No, I don't think so. I, I feel like they all got. Turned into something else. Zodies. Smitty's uh, was a local grocery store chain founded by Clyde Smith. Oh, Smitty. Founded by Clyde Smith, operated from 64 till 99. Uh, They were purchased by Smith's, then Smith's was purchased by Fred Meyer. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. So, they became the first Arizona retailer to remain open on Christmas Day sparking considerable criticism for violating the sanctity of the holiday. Which isn't really a holiday. <laughs> Which isn't actually a holiday. Right. Bear in mind. Or, or at best is a pagan holiday. <laughs> so, enjoy. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys just heard that noise. It was a, a, a lighter. This is a good segue, and me being the master of the segue, uh, into talking a little bit about where we've been. Um, we've been setting things on fire. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Gene has been in New Orleans. Yeah, I was in New Orleans for 7,000 days, seven days. <laughs> I, I, wait, yeah, seven seven days? I don't know. It seemed like 40,000 days. Yeah. It was a long damn time. <laughs> Felt like a long time. New Orleans, is the t- time stops in New Orleans. Now, you were there for a cigar well, show. Well, we're, we're smoking um, delicious uh, El Triomfador. Uh, uh, cigars. Uh, it's a line from a friend of mine, Pete Johnson. Yeah. Um, I was there helping him out. Uh, Tatawahe cigars. If you enjoy a fine cigar, ask for them by name. Um, How do I do this? It's been so which, long. Okay, so I cut it for you. I cut the oh, end. Oh, cool. For you. Set. Yeah, you're you're good to go. So you just need to toast the foot. I can do that. It that does have the childproof thing on it, so you got to push. Oh, that's un- screwed. <laughs> underneath the underneath the button you push to turn it on. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. The most fascinating segment of Shaky Town Radio history. If, this would be great if we were a video cast because you could just yeah, see totally. me like not knowing what Here, I'm doing. Okay, it's right there in the bottom. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That and makes then, sense. Yeah. That makes sense. And you press the back button, like you're making a creme brulee right. out of fine tobaccos. There. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just lightly toast the foot, lightly toast it. It's to- it, yeah, it's not a cigarette. It's, <laughs> it, it takes it takes a bit. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, tell us about yeah. uh, your arrival. Oh, my arrival. Just yeah, just the just, whole. Oh, the whole thing. Um. Well, it, it you know actually it went surprisingly well as far as um. Remember that it pulls, pushes down at the bottom. <laughs> Got Perfect, it. yeah. Um, yeah, rotate it a little bit there. The, the cigar is easier to rotate than the letter. You got it. You, you, it's going to be a little uneven, but it'll be fine. Um, yes, yeah, so we left uh, Sunday morning, Saturday. I don't know when the heck we left. Sunday morning, I think. Um, you know, it was it was a surprisingly smooth flight, and everything was everything was cool there. New Orleans. Hang on a second. Are we getting our first caller? Oh, yes, we are. Hello? Oh. Wow, this is not working as, as somebody well as somebody calling from the Phantom Zone. I know. Hello? Hello? Oh, I don't... I think that... I think that phone call was broken. Uh-oh. Oh. Well, this is... This is not working as I expected at all. <laughs> so this, yeah. yeah, this is our first attempt at taking live calls. There, you can hear the result. Fan fucking tastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what what happened there. That we, was their fault. That was I, was, their I think end. it was. I think it might have been on their end. Um, uh, New Orleans is as hot as fuck Jesus. Yeah, I mean it is. Uh, it is a hot, foul city. I mean, it is just skanky. Skanky's the word for New Orleans. I mean, yeah. you know, and and not not necessarily skanky in a bad way, but mostly not in a good way. Right. Um, you know, so uh, last year, um, this this was the second year that the shows in New Orleans, the shows the IPCPR International Premium Cigar and Pipe Retailer Show. Um, like I said, my buddy Pete, whose cigars we're enjoying right now, um, has a boutique cigar line, and he's been doing this for like 10 years or so now, and um, we've been helping out, a, f- a friend of mine, Robert Goodman, and I have been helping out um, Pete set up stuff and, um, you know, sell cigars, basically, and run around and just act like idiots. Um, <laughs> and uh, last year, it was so hot. That a guy, no shit, passed out on the top of a um, bunch of uh, displays and killed himself. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like they, they. So, so this year they turned the air conditioning on while we were loading <laughs> in and loading out. Um, uh, you know, so it's just humid and nasty and, yeah. and not a pleasant thing to be dealing with. Um, but yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I have real mixed feelings about New Orleans. Uh, it's it's so far to well for specifically New Orleans for the show. Um, it's so far to go. Um, it's like a toss up. There's um, there's a lot of really cool people that I that I get to see. I only get to see them like once a year for yeah. the most part. Um, but man, it's a long way to go to a city that's really <laughs> kind of crappy. And I'm so the, so the show's been there two years. The last time it was there was literally the week before Katrina hit. Ooh. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like they, they left and, and and like they left like the twenty second and Katrina yeah. was like the twenty ninth. Yeah. Or something like that. Or the twenty seventh or something. Um 
you know, so we're, we're down in the, it, it, with the convention centers, like right on the river by the, near the French quarter. Um, so it's about as nice in air quotes as, as the town gets, but it's still pretty skanky, yeah. you know, so, uh, but we were really busy this year. I mean, it's kind of like, I, you know, I don't know how we're going to, hopefully we'll have more people calling in and it's not going to break. Um, but, uh, um, the, I was kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, oh. Uh, hopefully, we, because I don't know, I don't have a lot. I, I guess I can, I can talk about Bourbon Street, which I, I can go on. I, I will rant about Bourbon yeah. Street. Yeah. Well, I want to say that I I was in New Orleans uh, fall of 01. Uh-huh. Um, That's and, a long time ago. Yeah. And then I saw, like, the kind of touristy stuff. Um, it was fun. I, I'd like to go back. Uh, my wife and I have talked about visiting next year, and I have some good friends who, uh, actually the best woman uh, from my wedding, her and her husband are from there. Or, not, I'm sorry, not from there. They moved there. They moved back to Phoenix, where I'm from originally, after Katrina. Um, I, I think it would be really fun to go there with them and have them kind of show me, as people who were residents, you know, the more out-of-the-way spots. Right. Um, but Bourbon Street, I, I did go to a transgendered uh, exotic dancer bar. What what, what 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 strip club is that? I don't remember the name. I just because they all seem fairly normal, straightforward. Yeah. Non tranny bars. <laughs> well, I was with a a girl, and like she didn't have any interest in going to like a run of the mill. I mean, generally in life, I not interested at this point in, in going to a strip club. Right. But at the time... I'm, I'm tremendously interested in strip clubs, but not necessarily to see naked chicks. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested in it. In, in, well, I mean, I've been, I've been going... Airplane. Well, yeah, I mean, the only reason we went, because it was like, oh, yeah, transgendered. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Let's check it out. And it was... I mean, it, it was just as awkward as it would have been if it weren't I oh guess. yeah yeah no I, <laughs> yeah chicks with dicks are still chicks um uh yeah yeah no i mean i've been going to strip clubs for a long for 20 more than 20 years now yeah and i'm shaking my head i mean there's just you're not gonna get laid it's not worth the money for the most part so that you have to find other reasons why i mean i frankly at this point i only go you know when we're in on these excursions so you know, oh so you see so you went this time oh yeah yeah okay. yeah, 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 yeah we didn't go last time yeah. because we, we were skeeved completely skeeved out by bourbon street right bourbon street is the skeeviest street in the okay okay <laughs> as was mentioned earlier I, I grew up in vegas i consider it one of my hometowns la and vegas I'm a fan of vice. I enjoy drinking. I enjoy overeating. I enjoy cigars. Um, I don't enjoy, indulge in illegal drugs, but I but I I do. You know, I, in the libertarian spirit, feel free. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Bourbon Street makes me hate vice. <laughs> Bourbon Street turns me into like the most pilgrim hat wearing puritan like i it just it, everything i it it just it kind of like it subverts everything that i enjoy about vice mm-hmm. it's and i grew up in vegas you know i grew up in a land of fanny pack wearing corn fed 
punters wandering around eating $3.99 buffets, you know, getting free sea breezes at the nickel slots, like escorts and strip clubs. Yeah. I mean, everything. But you know what? It's like Vegas has that. I think this is, I think this is Sam. We're going to try this again. Okay. No, it's Sh- Shannon Braden. It's Eli Braden's or at least the line. Hello? Hello, Eli. Except press one. Oh, hang. There we go. Hello? Hello, this is Eli Bright. Hey, Eli, you're on the air. Hi, Eli. Oh, wow. You're on the, you're on the recording. <laughs> hey, hey, how's he coming through? Is he coming through okay? Yeah. Oh, good. I'm holding you up to my microphone. It's, <laughs> it's, it's comedy's Eli Braden. <laughs> I especially I'm hide in a, in a cabinet. Um, yeah, I just got uh, my daughter just uh, opened up the DVD, the, the, uh, the DVD player and uh, chucked my season two of Space <laughs> out of it and is inserting Barbie Twelve Dancing Princesses. Oh, so she, right so, so that's much better. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding? I mean, yeah, totally. <laughs> Who who needs? Well, how's the recording going? What's going on, guys? Uh, not much, man. I mean, uh, uh, um, Sam uh, Sam Varela from uh, Naked Comedy tried to leave us a message earlier, and uh, that failed miserably. <laughs> um, other than that, it's going great. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about how Bourbon Street turns me into a Puritan. Uh huh. It's horrible. Yeah. How are you doing? What are you up to? Uh, I'm doing really good. I've been, uh, you know, my uh, my wife said I found a business, so I'm I'm uh, Mr. Mom in it. Uh, yeah, you, um, you, by the way, you're, uh, you're, it your number comes across as Shannon. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she keeps tabs to be that way. So. Uh. <laughs> so maybe it's a couple minutes of comic relief on the recording of, uh, you know, a, 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 a totally out-of-controlled dad. Like it, like it. Really, it's more of a public service announcement. That, you know, this is what you have to go through on an average night. Right. If you, uh, you know, don't wear a condom, so wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, dude. So, what's anything uh, interesting going on besides? Uh, I mean, well, comedy-wise, nothing, nothing, nothing earth-shattering. Nothing earth-shattering, but uh, you know, just mad props to the Shaky Town world. And uh, oh, thank you. you guys have thank a you great, very much. Great show tonight, and uh, hi, Brody. Hello. Hello. This is the and, ghost uh, yeah. of podcast Hope past. You guys have, a, have a great recording tonight. All right, dude. Thanks well, th- so much. Thanks, Eli. thanks for calling in, man. Take care. You bet. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye. That's very cool. Eli Braden, one of our favorite yeah. all-time guests. Yeah, good, he, good man. Funny he got man. a two-parter. <laughs> two-parter, exactly. Yes, he did. He did the, the cliffhanger. Yeah. The yeah. cliffhanger. How did we do? Did we live? I didn't listen to that one. <laughs> do we, you listen to any of them? Honestly, I have not had... Uh, well, you know what? I listen... I, here's what ends up happening. Yeah. You send me the raw, raw edits. I listen to about 15 minutes. I get distracted by a shiny object. Yeah. And then I just count <laughs> on everything. will be fine. <laughs> And then, or, or you'll, or then you'll email me and be like, "Did you listen to that part?" And I'm like, "No, but I'll do that now." <laughs> like, like I was, I, like every episode except for maybe like the first couple. Yeah, I, I've like literally had no time to listen to. Yeah, so, so don't take that. No, no, no. And not not because of the quality, because the quality is impeccable. Always, <laughs> always impeccable. Yeah. Uh, like um, uh, Kirkman's episode. 
I was literally like as excited to listen to that episode again as I would be if she was on any other podcast <laughs> and I was on that podcast. It's, it's, you know, our podcast. <laughs> um, and I'm like, hey, Jen Kirkman's on. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I really like her. And, uh, and, uh, 15 minutes of it and I was out <laughs> oh hey we got something uh, someone coming in from Oakland oh cool uh, transcription in progress nice um yeah be, uh, anything else you want to say about Bourbon Street or? oh yeah, yeah yeah no just well I mean I, it, it's horrible it's horrible it's a horrible horrible place and um it it has a, a doorway in it that is the platonic ideal of piss smell yeah I mean, like, it's as if every hobo, every drunk frat boy, every hiked skirt faux Lindsay Lohan has pissed in that doorway. Oh, wow. It is horrible. It is a, it's palpable. It is like, it's, you walk by it, and if you're on the inside man next to the doorway, it's like getting smacked in the face with, like, Satan's soiled Depends undergarment. It is <laughs> I, I can't it's indescribable it's in, I, I I came to the conclusion about the Bourbon Street this I came to the conclusion um uh Bourbon Street they they pipe in they have to pipe in a a puke and piss smell onto Bourbon Street to keep the crowds down <laughs> and the only people that can stand it are the people you don't want to be there with because there's four kinds of people on Bourbon this is the other thing we figured out four kinds of people on Bourbon Street there's Mom and Pop from Matumbo, Iowa, who go there to gawk. Yeah. It literally, like, I swear, it's it was like, every night we went to Bourbon Street, I think we went there three nights, we we got behind the, the same people. Not not identical, identical people, not the same people, but identical. Right. Collared shirts, like work shirts, nice work shirts, like, like I won't say Sunday go to meet and work shirts, but like, you know... Uh, checkered shirts, button to the top collar, high and tight haircut. I mean, literally, like, tr- like they're at, they're 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 in New Orleans for like the tractor show or something, right? And they're you know they're corn fed wives and they're just gawking at everything, walking straight down the middle of the street, not getting anywhere near either side for fear of losing their Christian morals. <laughs> every every time, so so there's that there's those there's drunken frat boys. Um, there's per- pervy old dudes, and then there's the local incredibly crazy people. Yeah, you know, um, they have um, they have you know barkers for all the strip clubs, you know, trying to get you to come in, and, and some are you know women and, and some are dudes. Literally, there was this dude that tried to convince us to come into the strip club, and. You know, usually they're like, you know, they come walking out and they're like, oh, we got naked chicks and beer and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, whatever free cover or whatever. And, and they're, you know, they're just yapping on about it and this usual kind of stuff. And you're like, no, thanks. This one guy sh- shambles out and he stops and gets in our way so that we have to, like, turn to face him. And he's he's not even verbal. He just goes like, ah! <laughs> And it was like, we were like, what? You know, it's like... There, there's like, you know, uh, it, it was, it's indescribable. If, if you've never been, you need to go there once. Apparently, Frenchman Street is the, is the the, the place to go. And okay. a lot of people on Twitter told me that. Um, did not make it down there. 
Uh, almost got into a fight at a strip club. Wow. Actually, we almost got into two fights. I wasn't participating in one, but I was heartily participating in the other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we were taking out uh, my, my buddy Pete, who for whom we were at the show, uh, and uh, we went into one club, and uh, th- apparently there was this creepy dude that was harassing one of the dancers, and they almost got into an altercation while I was getting drinks. So I missed that. We left that club. Uh, and then we went to... Um, Larry Flint's Hustler Club, <laughs> and um, which I can I can't not do a shitty Larry Flint impression every time I'm near. It's one of the most beautiful clubs. Um, so we go in there, and and we're the only ones tipping, and and it's it's a two story club. The, the the stripper pole is literally like like twenty five thirty feet tall, and these girls are doing crazy acrobatic pole work. I mean, like, crazy, really good. I didn't... I, I saw one girl who was shoddy. But, yeah. But, but everything else was, like, just amazing. And we're the only ones sitting there, like, four of us. We're sitting there tipping. And I turned to the... Everyone else around there is, like, you know, these frat boys. And I'm like, you guys know how this works, right? You know, you, you, you watch the girls and you tip them. And one of the frat boys says, you know how sucking a dick works, right? Oh, my goodness. And I was just kind of being a, you know, a dick throwaway. And I, 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 I stood up and I turned around. And bear in mind, this kid's probably like 22. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I had to guess, maybe like, you know, 130. And I'm like, you know, I'm... 330 pounds and, and angry at this point. Yeah. And I was I was really hot. And I had been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, well, it was, we'll, 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 we didn't get into a fight, but it was touch and go. Yeah. Literally. Because I said something like, I'll kick your ass eight ways to Sunday, and then sat back down. And I don't know what happened next, but uh, one of the kid's friends, the one that was sitting closest to me, or they said something else and I turned around and I poked this kid in the knee with my finger and he's like, hey, don't touch me. And I did this like comically exaggerated (laughs) poke and poked him again. I was really itching to get into a fight. Yeah, sounds like. Um, But uh, the floor manager came over and and, um, I played dumb and kind of, you know, blew it all off. Um, But he ended up giving us a bunch of free passes and... um, (laughs) And two horrible, horrible pornographic movies. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I, we, you know, he handed me a bunch of stuff, and I just grabbed it. And then when we got back to the hotel, we looked at it, and it's like, you know, this uh, uh, indescribably bad pornos. Anyway, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's really much. That, that's pretty much. We ate, we ate really well. Yeah. Um, you know, it is a great town for food, and at every restaurant we ate at was really great. Um, Do you have gator meat? Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that, like, um, a thing you have to do? I, guess. I mean, I, did, I, before, well, I was, before I was vegetarian, you know, I was in New Orleans before I was vegetarian, so I did gator, I did, you know, whatever else. Yeah, mulates or mulates, um, or mulates, or I don't know what the hell, whatever. It's right by the convention center. They have, like, crispy fried gator, and it's really, really good. And we had um, some gator at uh, Bourbon House, mm-hmm. um, which is, again, really, really good. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, it was one of those things where I could just, go on about the meals and bore the fuck out of everybody just uh, you know we have this tradition that um, Pete uh, buys us you know 
dinner and buys ridiculously expensive bottles of wine. And, yeah. And you know, we finish off the show with that, and it's you know, it, it's it was it's a great time. I have a, it, I, I I hate it going there. <laughs> I hate thirty percent of being there, but once I'm there. It's fun. It's a great time. Cool. Yeah. And it's in Vegas. The show's in Vegas next year, so I'm like oh. on cloud nine. Oh, and I, yeah. I, and I emceed uh, one of the cigar shows, one of the our parties, after show parties. So That's fun. Yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, you know, that that's pretty much it. It's it, That's the nutshell version of New Orleans. Very cool. Yeah. Um, do we want to play uh, Sam's message? Yeah, yeah. Well, you set that up. Um, just, we're, I just wanted to talk a little bit about what we're doing here today. Uh, we have just reviews, or like a review that has popped up for the show. We have some nice messages from people we're going to read. Uh, this is a little bit of an experiment for us today, yeah. tonight, with the Shaky Town Radio. Yeah. Um, probably return to the normal format on the next episode with the guest. I think, uh, well, I won't speculate about who's going to be on. I have some ideas, though. Um, yeah, we need to talk about that. <laughs> we need to talk. We need to talk about a couple of things. Whatever, dude. <laughs> um, so yeah, the thing, messages are coming in on Twitter and here and there and everywhere. So yeah, uh, right now we're gonna play a message from uh, a comrade of the show, Sam Varela. Yep. She does the Naked Comedy podcast, uh, formerly for KUCI. I think yep. this is going to be... Uh, Indie. Now. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Gene. It's Sam Varela, a.k.a. DJ Intern Sam of Naked Comedy fame. In case you're playing these voice messages, i got to get my plug in. Um, I just wanted to say I'm excited for you guys' show. You know, I've been there since the beginning supporting you guys, and I'm just glad to see you and Brody putting out such an awesome show and keep pandering to us AS tears because we will show you the love back. Alright. Yay podcasting. Okay, bye. That was a little sweet. Yeah. Sam, Sam's great and, and uh, she's been a supporter of the show since way early on. And she thinks I sound like Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> At least I, I I was I was parked in the street uh, after one of the shows at U C B and I was like, Hey Sam <laughs> and she's like <laughs> like oh, you! I thought it was Mark Maron. <laughs> like, really? I don't think I said anything like Mark. <laughs> but I guess when I was like, "Hey Sam," my mind sounded like him. Um, yeah, that's you, awesome. Because you, you were saying, "Pow!" I just shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> you know, if I'd have thought about it, it would have made a lot more sense. Um, well, thank you, Sam. That's awesome, and uh, and uh, we, we we eagerly await the return of, of Naked Comedy because it is a, a a great place for interviews, and I, I think all that stuff is still up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, I've, I've been listening to a couple of the shows actually. Uh, good stuff. Yeah, Sam's great. And there's I, a lot of good podcasts. I mean, and there's there, and there's even more. I mean, like, well, uh, we had Jen Kirkman on, and I, 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 did we mention? I think we mentioned po- Paul's podcast. Yeah. Uh, pod, yeah, we pod talked F. about Pod F Tomcast and her appearance on it. Yeah, um, which was completely. And a lot of people, a lot of people put ping me like on Twitter. It was like, oh, or actually, I think Eli actually pinged me and said, oh yeah, Jen Kirkman on. Like, yeah, that was totally coincidence. <laughs> I had no idea she's going to be on Paul's. First right. Yeah, he sent podcast. me a nice message too. About um, that. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I rumor has it that uh, comedian Dan Telfer is going to be having a podcast uh, coming up uh, um, soon. I cool. mean. I, I think the more the merrier, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
as always, I would probably have no time to listen. I can't listen to my podcast, much less everyone else's. But right. I'll, I'll, I, but I'll try. I'll definitely try. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, thank you, Sam. That was awesome. Thank you very much, Sam. Um, I want to read another message. Uh, this is from JP hey, Spalding, Spalding, another friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and guest. Yes, yes. Well, that's what comrade of the show is. Uh, comrade of the well, show. Well, we should do it it's like, like the mafia thing. It's a friend of ours. Friend of ours. A friend of mine is not, <laughs> has not been on the show. Yes. Awesome episode, guys. Jenna's such a great podcast guest. She gets it. <laughs> Love all the Smiths breaking up the segments as well. Was that was that the, the Pardo? That's you have to have the Pardo on, Pardo <laughs> off. She gets it. Um, and yeah, I should tell you right now the the Smiths being in the episode as much as they were, a lot of my problems that episode. Um, but I'm really clever. I'm really good at editing. Yeah, but you know, you just blew it out of the water by mentioning <laughs> that you covered up. Gravy hides a world of sins. <laughs> you just you just you just you showed how the sausage was being made. And that's, that's always bad. Uh, actually, he's a question for me about New York. Um, I'll talk about my visit to New York a little bit later. He asked if I got any uh, out to any comedy shows or visiting comedy nerd famous venues like uh, Pianos or Rafifi. Rafifi, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't actually get out to any comedy stuff. Um, so now I know for next time we go. Gene, have you seen the latest David Cross DVD, and what do you think of it? I haven't, and wonder why I don't feel as compelled to check it out as I should. You know, um, I'm going to make another confession here. I'm not a huge David Cross fan, stand-up fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I, I love Mr. Show. Yeah. Um, eh, yeah, you know, same thing. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, JP. It's, it's just sort of like I'm not. He's kind of not in my comedy wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Eh. See, I, I like David Cross. I had, in a previous relationship, I lost the custody of all the uh, David Cross CDs ah, and DVDs I, I had. Right, right. Um, I I think I just, there's so much material out now. Like, David Cross, I feel like, he wasn't the first person to put out a comedy DVD. But he certainly was the first that I remember to be released on an alternative label. I, the All the stuff that came out on Sub Pop. Mm-hmm. And so, when that stuff was coming out, I mean, it was really new and amazing to me to like, oh, cool! I can I can get this DVD or the CD at the same place I get my music. Right. And I think just but now, however many years later, um, you know, there's just so much stuff out there. It's hard to get to it all. Yeah, that's definitely true. Um, like I don't even have all of uh, of Tompkins stuff yet. And the last thing I got of his was Freak Wharf, and that was a Christmas present last Christmas from actually from uh, from a special thing uh, from the Secret Santa. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's uh, a, is that bigger and blacker? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I do want to see it. Um, yeah, I'm not. And, and don't and don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't like his stuff. I just don't seek it out. I right. just don't seek it out. Yeah. You know, I don't want to I don't want people to think I'm eh, not, 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 not a fan. But yeah. but uh, it's it's uh you know. I, I I'm really interested in seeing the increasingly poor decisions of Todd Margaret. Yeah, yeah. Th- but uh which is uh for the those of you who don't know, it's a series he did for BBC. The BBC right? it'll be airing on BBC America. Cool. Uh, they've been showing promos for it. Uh, yeah. Check your local listings. <laughs> but uh yeah, uh yeah, you know, I yeah, uh, to answer your question, meh. And I don't know why. And I don't know why um, it's one of those things that, 
is a mystery to me. Yeah. And another message from Smart Bunny just letting us know, Joey Ramone is buried in New Jersey. I, I didn't know he was buried in New Jersey. I definitely knew he wasn't in L.A. I just misspoke when I said that. It's one of many corrections I'm going to make tonight. You fucker. From past episodes. You fucker. Um, and I actually tried. I didn't even get to visit Joey Ramone You tried Ramone to violate Way. his grave while you were there? <laughs> no. I, I wanted to go visit Joey Ramone Way and see like the old CBGBs, but didn't get a chance to do that either while I was in New York. So. Is it gone now? Uh, I don't know what's there. I, I, but I, I know I know they're closing it down. They definitely closed it. I know it's closed, but is it has it been torn out as well? That I don't know, and I didn't. Get well, to go you know what the they were supposedly out. going to uh, they were going to part it out and um, rebuild it like in Vegas or something is, oh, is wow. the rumor I had heard. Um, which of course means it would suck, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, how hard is it to plywood up a place and slap stickers all over it? Right. Right. And it's not CBGBs. It's gonna be, yeah, you know, a f- or Zats. It'll be Woodstock '99. Yeah, it'll be Woodstock '99. It'll be what well, worse? It'll be like the New York, New York. If they put if they put it in New York, New York, at least it would be in New York, New York. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it would be. I'm sure it would be crummy. Yeah. Um. Was that it from JP? Yeah, yeah, and oh. the other thing was from Smart Bunny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Smart Bunny. Hi, Smart Bunny. Um, well, thanks for those questions. That's awesome. Yeah, guys, thanks. Um, so you went uh, you went to back east for, for a wedding, yeah? Yeah, it was my uh, um, my, my wife's family. Uh-huh. Um, it was really cool. Um, I, I, you know, I've never been to New York. To the city? Right. I haven't been anywhere on the east coast at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Just except for New Orleans. Um, which is not the East Coast, Southeast, but yeah. So center, east of the Mississippi, west right. of the Mississippi. So, uh, and so, you know, riding the subways and all that is all new to me. I've been on the BART in San Francisco, but I, you know, hadn't done the real subway. It's yet. much, I've been on the metro here, but nobody really rides the metro here. Oh, everybody rides the metro. We do. We were on the metro. We went to the, that, uh, we took the metro to, um, uh, the Renegade Craft Fair. Okay. Yeah. So you're one of the very few people I know who write that. Well, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's a pain for people. Uh, well, it, there's a lot, not a lot of stops, but they're making more stops. A lot of people ride the Metro, um, but as a percentage of L.A., yeah. not a lot of people ride yeah, the Metro. Yeah, there you go. I mean, it's packed and it's crowded, and mm-hmm. it was there were a lot of people. Um, and the North Hollywood end of the, whatever it is, the red line, I guess, yeah. is... You know, always busy, but yeah. it's also a bus terminal too. Right. Um, I, I would say that the that the New York subway experience is considerably the same as any other large metropolitan city. I mean, it used to be more warriors come out and play kind of, but <laughs> yeah. now it's sort of like you know, stand clear of the closing doors, please. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of cool art on yeah. the like all these installations. Yeah. On the yeah yeah it was awesome. Where, where were you in the mm. city? We stayed at the Ace, mm-hmm. which is in Midtown, yeah. I believe. Um, we've we've done we we didn't stay there, but we visited a party that uh, DJ Flashdance, who was also our wedding DJ, was having at the Palm Springs Ace. And so, you know, like yeah, let's stay at the Ace in New York. It's awesome. And it was the I want that bed, like the the Ace bed is awesome. <laughs> yeah, we we stayed at the Dylan in Midtown. Yeah, um, like like a stone's throw away from Grand Central Station. Yeah, um, great. I, I frankly, I'd stay in Midtown. You know, I, yeah. Tish stayed in um, 
they they got a whatever rented someone's apartment for like a week. Yeah. In, in like the village, but. And my wife used to do that. She used to her and uh, her friend would go every New Year's and and do that. They'd rent somebody's space. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we did the hotel thing. It was cool. We visited a lot of vegan spots uh-huh. to eat. Um, actually, she has a blog called No Not Literally dot com. That's a Morrissey lyric. Um, <laughs> and, it always comes back to Morrissey. Yes, and she's got some. She's got some great pictures up from the trip. I actually told her, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna post a link to it on the blog. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, I'll actually pull that up because I'll jog my memory a little bit. But that was cool. And we tried to go to Statue of Liberty. The The line for the ferry was insane. Yeah. So. When we went, last time we went to New York, it was like three years ago at this point. And we got into town. We took the red eye. We got into town at like, like 5 a.m. New York time, 6 a.m. Yeah. New York time. We dropped our bags off at the Dillon, went and had breakfast, and like hustled over to the... Empire State Building. Yeah. Like, it was us and, like, German tourists. <laughs> like, you know, the first German tourists of the, oh, rouse, rouse. <laughs> time for Empire State Building. <laughs> and, you know, it was, it was literally, like, us in an elevator full of, like, you know, you know, uh, Teutonic visitors. Um, you know, we were in and out of the Empire State Building in, like, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay done it right. <laughs> been there done it wanted to do it off we go <laughs> and what a rip off man it's like 20 bucks or something it's stupid <laughs> and it was like another like 15 to go to like the next platform up like yeah what is that 40 more feet right forget you yeah we didn't go the all the whole way up what we did was um for for 40 bucks i want to get i want to like i want to be like delivered by zeppelin into the mooring mass <laughs> So you, did you go? You went to the Empire State Well, Park? yeah. We, we tried Statue of Liberty. That was a bust. Um, we ate at... Well, I'll talk, I'll talk about the places later um, that we ate. But, yeah. We were with um, her mom and some other family and uh-huh. friends of the family. We, we were in Times Square. Like, their hotels were all in Times Square. So we saw all that. And at first, I was just really overwhelmed. I'm like, ugh, I hate this. And Megan's like, don't worry. Not all New York's like this. Um, just most of it. <laughs> but t- just Times Square was like being in a... Oh, Times Square is horrible. It was like being in a... Walking around in a, a magazine. Times... Like t- commercial Times Square... Well... Uh, you t- know what I mean? I mean, t- like, oh, yeah, yeah, all no. the big signs and... Like, no, Times Square is like... Times Square is like the worst parts of the Grove and a street. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Grove if people drove shittily around it. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, there's a really good pizza place. Uh, the name escapes me. I'll have to figure it out. But uh, right, right off of Times Square. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because when we were there last time, we we walked up to Times Square, and uh, Tish was like, I think this was still when we were. This was like the first day we were there, so we we were like on no sleep, and we were walking through Times Square. And at this point, we'd already done the Empire State Building, so it was probably like eleven o'clock in the a.m. morning. And um, we're walking through Times Square, and I'm like, where are we going? And Tish is like, I thought you wanted to see, would want to see Times Square. And I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I'm like, I guess I'm, I'm all right. I've seen it. I, I, don't, I don't regret having seen it. However, 
I kind of knew what what was coming, and yeah. it, it it did not disappoint me. My, <laughs> my expectations were met. Yeah. Let us let us say, um, the, it's it's pretty shitty. The one awesome thing about Times Square was, um, and I think this was like the first place we ate, like we, when we got there, because we traveled all day and. Um, Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. <laughs> no. Uh, Mao, M-A-O-Z, vegetarian, and it's a falafel place, and it's the best falafel I've literally ever had. Oh, really? And that's including, there's a really great uh, falafel place, uh, falafel stand in San Jose or in, or in Campbell, like right outside, you know, right there. Campbell's like a little part of San Jose. Um, and that place is awesome, but this was really good. Like, you get your falafel, you load it with whatever, like cauliflower, um, uh, Pickles. Tabbouleh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. So good. I, w- I, w- I think we went back there two more times while we were in that part of yeah. town over the, that week. Um, so that was one of my favorite. That was, I would move there just for that place. Um, Have but, you had Falafel Palace down by uh, Seasun? No. It's no. really good. I'll have to check it. Falafel yeah. Palace. Okay. Down by Seasun, it's dirt. It's Well, it's not dirt cheap anymore, but it used to be more dirt cheap, and it's really good. Yeah. Um, probably not as good as Mao's, but really good and we and yeah then we you know we went to empire state building that was fun uh the people we were with um, you know my wife her mom and other people we were with like we all crowded in for like this picture they take when you're in the line yeah i know we refused (laughs) we refused i'm barely in it it looks like i'm photobombing it like just my little how you doing yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah went up took a bunch of pictures it was really great i i sent my parents pictures of everywhere we went because yeah. uh, we just didn't really we never traveled to New York when I was a kid and we didn't really get to travel much right um, so I like to send them like pictures of places and stuff but they were into it so but the wedding was in the city though no no actually after we did that after we did the whole you know Ace Hotel thing and um, checking out Empire State Building oh before I get to the wedding we went to a play. We went to a, a Broadway musical. My first Broadway musical. Uh, we almost did that. Yeah. It is <laughs> <laughs> called uh, Rock of Ages. And it's all like 70s and 80s. Like Wasn't Hardwick originally, Chris Hardwick originally in that? I uh, seem to recall that from like a Never Not let's Funny. Let's look it up. I think he was in the like the original off, it wasn't Broadway, but I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Chris Hardwick, Rock of Ages. Wow, he plays Stacy Jacks in that, who is like the the big rock star guy who's coming in. It's all about the Sunset Strip, mid '80s. The music's all like '70s and '80s heavy metal. It's really hilarious. Chris Chris Hardwick at Nerdist <laughs> on Twitter. Um, like he, like everyone who listens to this podcast isn't already following him. <laughs> I'll pretend like he's like you know he needs some followers. He's kind of got a low <laughs> low profile. That that Chris Hardwick fellow. The the lead of the play, the male lead of the play, is this guy Constantine, who was an American Idol guy. And oh was, sure, sure. He was super cool, actually. He was really good. I mean, he's really good music. Um, the the narrator, he's kind of like Jack Blackish. Uh-huh. Uh Really funny. And oaf. <laughs> he's in a commercial right now for Keystone. I saw it last night. Oh, the the actual like, dude. Who are you? He or Ken? Ken Stone. Keith. Like he rescues a Keith, Keith Stone. Keith Stone. Oh, that's the dude. Yeah, he was, oh, he was in the play. He's hilarious. It was really funny, really um, raunchy, uh-huh. which I wasn't expecting, um, especially you sitting were... next to <laughs> in-laws and stuff. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they were good sports. How uncomfortable. <laughs> it was actually funny. Like, 
you know, we kind of all turn to each other and be like, eh, you know, we we saw John Favreau do masturbation jokes in a couple's retreat when we all went and saw that. So that's this is nothing. This is fine. Um, I don't know if you've seen Couples Retreat. Don't worry about it if you haven't. Did you spoil it for me? <laughs> couples Retreat spoils Couples Retreat for you. What are you saying? <laughs> are you saying that that who's who else is Favreau and Vince Vaughn? Yeah, and, yeah. I'm saying. Oh, it's are not they swingers. reprising their Are they reprising their role from Maid and Swingers? It would be awesome if they were their characters from Maid. I pretend they are. <laughs> that may, yeah, maybe I can enjoy the movie in a whole new light. Um, so yeah, so we saw that, and then. Uh, Highly recommend it. I think it'll be coming to LA at some point. Really good, really good, really funny. They made a joke. Well, about, I think it started out in LA. Probably. They made a joke about um, a couple of the. Without explaining too much, there's characters in the. They talk about a character in the or characters in the play who end up uh, leaving the rock scene and going and becoming uh, like button down kind of parent people, you know, in Glendale. Sure. And 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 my mother-in-law just laughed heartily when she heard Glendale, that. Glendale, Arizona, or Glendale, or Glendale, California, because we're Glendale adjacent, as as you've said on the you're, podcast. You're before. in Glendale, dude. <laughs> so that was good. Um, and then yeah, we went to. Actually, so that, was that actually on Broadway? Yeah. Oh, it was on Broadway. I didn't realize it was actually running on Broadway. Yeah, it was great. Very cool. Uh, I got some new clothes at the H and M there, which was awesome. I got yeah, this we went awesome to H and M. Yep. Uh, there's H&M here now, but the H&M in New York was way more awesome. Uh, even more awesome. Then we went to Long Island. Long Island was where the uh, wedding was, uh-huh. and we got to see all the family. Did you have some of their iced tea? I hear uh, they have Long Island iced tea. I there. didn't. I, I, I'm kicking myself now because I didn't even realize that until just now. But, yeah, I totally didn't have an iced tea. Um, Damn it. We, there's, there Wouldn't was, it be awesome if all their iced tea was just excruciatingly <laughs> alcoholic? Yeah. Like little kids are drinking, like, 80-proof like iced tea. <laughs> Uh, that explains uh, a lot. I love his albums, 80 Proof Ice Tea. 80 Proof Ice Tea. Yeah. I love Paul F. Tompkins' impression of 80 Proof Ice Tea. I think, I, I, I like, I, if I had an unlimited, unlimited supply of money, I would hire Paul to just walk around and do ice tea all the yeah, time. Yeah. All the time. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, Long Island was cool. Obviously, being away from the city, there wasn't as many vegan options. We we, we ate at, like, a Dave & Buster's by the hotel. <laughs> um, played lots of fun video games. Got a lot of tickets with the skee-ball. Ski um, Did the skee-ball. Yeah. We had, a, we had a birthday in the crowd uh, of people we were with, so they got they got the big gift at the end with, with all the tickets we, we traded what, in. What'd you get? Jeez, uh, I don't even remember now. I really wanted... I was pulling for the, the Radioactive Man or the, like, El Barto Simpsons right. toy. I, I honestly don't remember what we got. Um, what I would just got a box. Game? Just got a box of, like, ten-ticket, like, ants. Oh, You know cool. how they have... You know how they always have, like, the... Yeah. Like, the crummy, like, plastic centipede or whatever? That's awesome. It's, like, ten tickets. Like... Some of the best stuff is that, yeah. Yeah, just just like a shoebox full of those. Yeah. <laughs> how many how many tickets? How many tickets? I'm like, I'm realizing like, this like is like almost a thousand. That's badass. Yeah, I mean Megan's really good at skee ball, so it's a skill. Yeah. <laughs> why isn't that an Olympic That's sport? Why I married her? Why isn't that an Olympic sport? Look, if, if 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 rhythmic dancing is an Olympic <laughs> sport, friggin' skee ball. If curling is a winter Olympic sport, ski ball. Yeah. It should be both summer and winter because it's indoor. Totally, totally. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so what we do, we we did what we always do when we go to a town that doesn't have a lot of vegan stuff. We go to the grocery store and we improvise and we, we ended up doing fine. 
the wedding was awesome. Um, it was actually, it was a Catholic wedding. It was a short Catholic wedding. Holy crap, has that happened? It does. No, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> they managed to make it. And the preacher, uh, or what do they call him? The, they are the priest. The, the priest, the father. He, w- he was really sweet. He made a really good, his, it, it moved me, like what he said. It made me... It's a uh, wedding, dude. That, that happens. Yeah, but he was really good. Like, I'm, I, I, I don't get into this in the show. I'm, I will say I'm going, I'm in a very exploratory, contemplative phase in my life as far as religion and faith goes. As, as a friend of mine said when I was talking to her about it, she's like, oh, all that stuff you were supposed to do in college? I'm like, yeah, I'm just nah. going to do it now. Um, you know, so... And so the way he talked out his faith and his um, relationship with the church and stuff was really moving. Right. Because, I mean, he basically tied it as an, as an analogy to the, the couple getting married and stuff. Really cool. If anybody wants to talk to me about it off air, I'll be happy to get into it. Um, uh, but then we went to the reception, which was awesome. Uh, they, they, ma- they made us a vegan pasta plate, which was cool. And just lots of dancing and... Jumping around and jump around? Do they play jump around? No, oh. no. My brother and I just, we, my brother-in-law and I did this like ridiculous dance at my wedding. Mm-hmm. So like we tried to recreate it to yeah. the the point where like the the wedding and the MC was like, "How much have you guys had to drink?" Um, well, we're just having fun. Come on, it's a wedding. Like, you know, everybody was cool and stuff, but like. It was a lot... I think our wedding was a little more eccentric than this uh, wedding. Right. My a little wife, more mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but but still really fun. And, yeah, so then we left Long Island. We said bye to the family because everybody else was going back to their various corners of the country. Sure. And my wife and I spent a couple more days in the city. A um, couple cool places we went. Blue Stockings, which is a radical bookstore, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm not being a surfer by saying radical. I mean, literally, it's like leftist political literature and sure. uh, less than mainstream parenting stuff. Although, right. I, although now I think living in LA, it's pretty commonplace as far as the way people. Sure. I mean, more natural stuff, or, or what is considered natural parenting right, right, stuff, right, right, right. Uh, like uh, how not to beat the shit out of your kids. Exactly. Let me preface this. <laughs> that was my Todd Glass impression. Um, and I got a book on culture jamming and mm-hmm. um, things like that. Some That's why you shove things into the culture, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> uh, I got a, a feminist zine, which was cool. Um, called hoax. So, called the vagina diatribes. <laughs> it was called hoax. <laughs> Hoax zine at gmail.com or something like that. I don't know. I'll put a link up. Um, yeah, I just love that stuff. I love to explore viewpoints from people who live far different lives than I do. Mm. It's really cool. Um, and we, I mean, we went to a bunch of cool places. We went to uh, Teeny, T E A N Y, which Moby owns, I think, or used to have a stake in. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good food. We found like the best fake chicken ever. Um, at this place um, called Terry, T-E-R-R-I. That's also in Midtown. And they're like, yeah, they're, they're, it's a chicken, apparent, a fake chicken, apparently, that they make just in Brooklyn and just wholesale to, like, places. The secret here. ingredient is chicken. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, do you understand the personal here? <laughs> um, 
where else? Vegetarian's Paradise 2, which is a great place to eat. It's my wife's favorite, one of my wife's favorite vegan restaurants. Um, spent a day in Brooklyn. Oh, I forgot the best part. One of the best parts. Uh, my friend Mishka Shubali, who is a, a musician I've talked about on mm -hmm. the show before, whose music I... Um, hell, maybe we'll just put his music in this episode. <laughs> um, yes, we will. We are going to put Mish a song of Mishka's in this episode. Okay.
works at um, Beauty Bar. Oh, yeah. And so we went and hung out with him. My wife had been there a million times in her adventures in New York, so she's like, oh, wow, it's weird to go back here but married now. So we hung out with him. and You're cramping her style is what you're saying? <laughs> pretty much. Um, talked talked with him, caught up with him. He was because he was only going to be there. He was leaving town as we were arriving. Uh, he was he, going on a trip. Two ships to pass in the night. Exactly. Mish, like Mishka is one of the. Uh, I, he's there's not many men I would say I love, but uh, in, like, a, in a gay way. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> uh, I love everybody in a gay way. Oh, that's true. Um, like he, he really, he really is a person very special to me. He's. he's I'm a big fan of him as a human being and as a musician. Um, so it was good to see him and hang out with him. Uh, but the reason I think of him is because he, he's from Brooklyn, or he's living in Brooklyn. and But so I didn't get, he didn't get to show us around. He was leaving. so But we, we made a go of it. Uh, went to some more bookstores. Went and checked out, like, a thrift store that she, she likes. She doesn't have... My wife doesn't have the patience to do vintage thrift store shopping right, anymore. Right. She's like, I used to be able to spend two hours in a place like this. And now I'm just like I'm done. Uh, got some great vegan pizza. We stayed in a not so fun hotel called the Jolly Towers huh. on Madison. Holy Madison! Is that a isn't that a uh, uh, an Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> yes, where he goes back to school to play golf and or something, um, and changes things with the remote control. It's they do most of their advertising in Italy, and right. so it's uh, it, it caters to Italian tourists. And it's <laughs> so, to... It's, so it's filled with the mustache pizza. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's supposed to be a very Italian experience. Um, for us, it was just kind of old fashioned. Uh-huh. Like they, the rooms could really use some updating. It was definitely uh, not as awesome, not as cool a room as at the Ace, but few rooms are. Um, it was very, it was it was fine for what it was for one night. Uh-huh. Um, I mean we. Because then the next day we we went to Queens to stay at like a, a Best Western there or whatever just to be close to the airport for you know because we had a really early flight out so yeah checked out uh, Brooklyn and Williamsburg whatever you know got this went to this great pizza place that had not only vegan slices but vegan donuts so we totally hooked hooked up the the vegan donuts um, and uh, you know grabbed I grabbed like a Brooklyn lager at some point and like some other toast something called like toasted ale or whatever mm-hmm. um, didn't we just didn't really go as crazy nuts like drinking every night and stuff as we had anticipated because my wife was under the weather um, oh, see that's when that's when you do it man <laughs> you're already feeling like shit anyway you might as well right right just like put that final nail in the coffin <laughs> yeah um, so yeah all in all good trip I mean there's a lot I didn't get to see so what, just what, because what, what, what would you see if you went back um, I'd like to actually get out to the Statue of Liberty. Right. I got to see it from a distance, which is cool yeah. to see it, but yeah. it would be cool to be up close. And now, apparently, they're closing visits for to it for a year or whatever. Because Are they remodeling it or something? Doing some yeah. more remodeling. Um, so, whatever. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. Um, I didn't get to see The Strand, which is a bookstore that's very much like Powell's in Portland. Like yeah. It's a huge mile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Square mile of books. It's big. I've been to The Strand. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, I mean, if you love bookstores, it's a great place to be. When I was at the Strand, I was miserable because yeah. I think, did we talk about this in the Kirkman episode? So, did we talk about my, my, my velvet jacket thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was that, it was that night. Okay. It was right. that night. And 
of all the nights to be in, you know, the strand looking at stuff, I was just like ready to die. So it was, it was kind of, uh, um, you know, it was just kind of awful. <laughs> yeah. I, I will hopefully visit under better conditions than that. Well, just don't wear, you know, a heavy jacket in the middle of summer. And, Fair enough. Yeah. Know, walk, oh yeah. That was the blocks. other thing. The weather was horrible. Oh yeah. Um, Hot. Yeah, I took like two or three showers a day. Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. miserable there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, this is the this is the. I mean, it basically there's, from what I understand, there's there's like, a month of good weather on either side of the summer. Right. And and then it's just like you know, shoddy. Right. Right. <laughs> um, I'd go back to see the CBGB site and definitely Joey Ramone way. Um, I d- did uh, see the Joe Strummer. Memorial mural, and that was right down the street from Lula's. Where where is that? It's. Uh, I would have gone to that. I, I didn't yeah. even know it was there. I, I'll I'll give you a a uh, coordinates on that. Um, Roger that. <laughs> uh, but right down the street was Lula's apothecary. Apothecary. Uh, yes, what you said. Um, and vegan ice cream, vegan ice cream sundays, and soft serve shakes and stuff. The Joe Strum Memorial's on 7th Street at Avenue A. Okay. Um, so that was kind of that was pretty cool to see, um, and me not even being a huge or not being a Clash fan at all, but just admiring. You don't like Clash? I was always a Sex Pistols dude, as opposed to Clash. I, I don't think, think it's, you need to be either or. You don't need to be, and you don't need to choose between Rolling Stones and the Beatles. But I think people do. I think you do need to choose between the Rolling Stones <laughs> and the Beatles. But it was, it was so it was still cool though to see that. But the ice cream shop was great. I think we went there like two or three times. Oh, uh, what else would I go to see? We did not go to Ground Zero specifically because not only not having the time and just not getting to that part of town, but one of the other people, uh, in-laws or friends of the in-laws, somebody let us know, like, yeah, you can't really see anything right now. It's just all construction. Uh, there's there's nothing, there's no way to really go in there and truly, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... I think we probably just was seeing mosque protesters <laughs> yeah. when we went. Um, so I would be curious, though. Which, that makes a lot of sense. Right. Right. <laughs> um, Sarah Benincasa, a uh, comedian and radio host, um, her, she, her take on it was, like, the best the other day, which was, like, you want to you wanna block putting some, a place with a swimming pool and a nice halal restaurant in my neighborhood? <laughs> it's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's it. See? So ridiculous. Ridiculous. Honestly, though, like, I could live there if I got rid of the car and, like, I could imagine living there and riding the subways, but I would, like, need, like, a really good job. (laughs) Well, I would, like, need to write for 30 Rock or something. New York and San Francisco are two places that I've always said I would live there if I... If I had a bunch of money. Right, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I totally get I, Yeah, I could live in New York. I, I mean, but it, but it would require me to have a... It would require me to, to have enough money to be able to buy a, an apartment there. Yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of crazy money. Right. Know, like, uh, well, yeah, a million, too, sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I otherwise, yeah. you can keep it. So, um, it's a nice place to visit, otherwise. yeah. I barely scratched the surface. I'm excited for when we eventually go. It's back. a great town. I mean, it's, yeah. I, this is what I don't understand. When people, 
when people say I hate New York or I hate LA even I just I don't get it I just don't it's alright if you like saxophones but uh, that was a fear reference thank you but um, yeah you know it's it's one of those things where I, I I don't get that you know parochial kind of BS where it's like yeah it's too dirty or blah blah it's too crowded blah. it's like every every town is the same under every town has the same guts for the most part yeah yeah I mean every major city Chicago San Francisco L A New York you know they're all basically fun they're fun places to explore and there's great yeah. places to eat and there's nice people and there's good comedy there's good music you know it's just a matter of how much time you invest and obviously if you if you come to L A you know during pilot season and all you ever do is stay at like the you know the Holiday Inn or over in Burbank and get stuck on the 101 every day going over the hill and yeah. you know it's like yeah this place is hell yeah you know it's like the shitty neighborhoods and it looks da- dirty and dangerous and it's, it's huge and there's smog and but you know it's a great town there's yeah. a bunch of little neat little towns and there's a bunch of neat stuff going on and New York's the same thing it's just compressed into you know, this New York grows up and not out. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I I just totally don't get people who, who don't like New York. Yeah, who just knee jerk. Hey, man. Yeah, shut up. Punch them out of nuts. Well, cool. Yeah. So it sounds like you had a good time. I did. Um, and the whole jet blue uh, guy freaking out that happened while we were there. Not on our plane though. Oh, oh yeah, the guy, the 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 uh, uh, flight attendant. Yeah. That was that in New York. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. The same airport. We had JFK. Just a different day than we were there. Um, uh, Although I think I accidentally peed with the bathroom door open. That was my interesting JetBlue experience. I I hadn't quite closed Closed and locked the door. And it opened it. And I I walked out and nobody said anything, but but they wouldn't, would they? No, I don't think they would. So, it's a little embarrassing. What is New York? (laughs) I mean, maybe, maybe if you had New Yorkers, it's like, hey, we're... Watching you pee, pal. <laughs> Close the door. What, are you bored of the barn? <laughs> that was the other thing. New York people are so much more friendly than, like, the passerby on the street here in Los Angeles. Like, I, some guy was walking by, and uh, when we were sitting outside Lula's, it might be Lulu's. I'll have to look it up. Um, and Get it he, right, Rody. He's just he's talking about Doug Stanhope, and I'm kind of, like, laughing. And he, he kind of looks, like, I just kind of laughed at a reference he made or whatever. Where were you in New York? Uh, in, in town? It was yeah yeah. I was sitting outside of Lulu's or Lula's, oh, right, right, right. Uh, near Seventh and Avenue A, right. uh, and you know he kind of gives me like a look, like I kind of like I see this guy knows what I'm talking about kind of thing and stuff, and like we just struck up this conversation about Doug Stanhope and the whole right. and then uh, he stabbed you, <laughs> the whole comedy death camp thing, and like I told him about that because he hadn't heard about that and stuff. Oh really? And uh, so it was cool. I was just like, and Megan's just my wife is just like, yeah, see, like people are just friendly. Oh no, no, no. I, 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 I think I think that's anywhere. Uh, I think LA tends to be because we're so spread out. We do. yeah. But I mean, if you're at a bar, people are yeah. Friendly. You know, I don't I don't think it's I don't think people are unfriendly. I just I think you know we spend so much time in our cars. True. Yeah. I, when I think we, back and there's to not places. a lot of places. There's not a lot of places. Most parts of town. Yeah. Where you're like sitting outside in a cafe. And yeah. Talking to people. And I, you're right. I have had interesting conversations with the yeah. people in bars here. Um, got home, managed, managed to, by the way, totally blow off sending postcards to anybody. Just sorry, never found them and never found a mailbox. And next time I'll go, I'll send you all postcards. Um, seriously, send me your 
address to shakytownradio at gmail.com, and I promise I will send you a postcard. We should get postcards back. We will. That's next. Um, got back, and literally the next day, I got a job offer for a temporary gig. Um, so, like, in the very next day I was working, so uh, that was kind of cool to come back to have a, having a job being between gigs for as long as I have been. Um, I'm working on Full Throttle Saloon, which is a true TV show about a biker no, Barn Sturgis. That's what Court TV turned into. Right, right. right. Is Nancy Grace involved at all? <laughs> no, that would be pretty awesome, though, if they got Is Jane Velez Mitchell involved? <laughs> is she on True TV? Jane Velez Mitchell? No, I honestly have not seen or True she, TV is since she on, The Big Change. Is she on uh, CNN? Yeah, I think that's a CNN person. Um, now I really want to ride a motorcycle and go to Sturgis. Really? Do you? It was, it's, it's really awesome and fun to work on. Um, oh, and fun? I'm just, you know, I'm just doing post-production on it. I'm just seeing right. footage. Right, right. But it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah I, I I don't know if I have any desire to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't. It looks like a carnival for only carny people. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's some pretty neat and interesting people with some good stories, because a lot of it is them, like, grabbing people out of the crowd. Like, hey, where are you from? Tell us your story. What are you doing here? Killed like, the guy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... What? <laughs> There's a couple of people joking, or maybe not. Hey, don't put me on camera. I have Warren sound, you know. I'm probably not joking. Dude. <laughs> um, may not be joking. <laughs> I've I've literally learned more about motorcycles in the last couple of weeks than I ever knew. You know, they have before. two wheels, right? <laughs> Unless they're trikes, then they have three. I know what a chopper is. I know what a. Uh, you know what ape hangers are? <laughs> I know what a. Um, oh, now the now I'm forgetting all the. A soft tail. What's the one that's... Boy. It's not a chopper. It was pre-chopper. It was... But it was, like, a very small... It was a very simple bike. God, what do they call those? Roadster? The bobber. Oh. A bobber, meaning a motorcycle that had been bobbed. Made oh, smaller and all superfluous items removed to make it lighter. Am I butchering that word, too? Superfluous. 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 Um... So yeah, I know all sorts of cool things now, and my wife has informed me as soon as I have a million dollars in the bank, I'm allowed to get a motorcycle and ride it to Sturgis. Except for the fact that I would <laughs> not ride a motorcycle in this town. Yeah, no, I would no, not no, ride not a here. motorcycle in this town. I would ride a motor if I had like a if I had like a like a ranch in Nevada. <laughs> yeah, I would ride on the roads, the back yeah. roads of, of you know, yeah, highways and. Nevada, yeah. something like that. I would not ride in this town. Yeah. Every time I see someone riding a motorcycle in this town, I'm like, it's only a matter of time before you die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, a real dear friend of mine did die that way. Um, this was in Phoenix, and so I try to do remember that. But I mean, always remembering him, of course. But remembering, like, yeah, that happened to him don't so maybe think twice about that and my dad was in a really bad motorcycle accident when he was a kid mm -hmm. um and never got back on him again after that his facial structure he looks normal he looks fine right. but apparently his facial structure is a lot different than it would have been had he not been in the accident yeah well that's really common i mean that's like yeah uh, especially i don't know when that happened yeah him, but. that's like what happened to mark hamill i think mark hamill and uh, a lot of people had accidents car accidents or motorcycle accidents Especially pre-seatbelts. Jason Robards had, like, you know, a bad yeah. car accident. Same thing. Mickey Rourke, too? Gary Busey did. Gary Busey did. Yeah. I don't know about Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke just had elective surgery. <laughs> um, so, yeah. 
So yeah, I've been I've been working like down the street from you where you live. Yeah, in um, beautiful Burbank. Yep, and uh, that gig's gonna wrap up, and then we'll see what happens. Cool. So shall we look at more letters from the? Yeah, let's let's do that. And then wrap this sucker up. I think read from got JP's message. Got a. Uh, Oh, yeah, so, yeah, and didn't get to visit any comedy. I was going to visit UCB New York. There just wasn't anything going on that... Worth making the time for. I mean, I'm sure stuff was good, but it was, like, as far as tearing away from right. anything else that we were doing, it's like, yeah, it's not going to... I would have really liked to have seen ASCAT with uh, Amy Poehler. I don't know if she's performing with ASCAT right now. She might be having babies right now, raising babies. Oh, this is not related to the Shaky Town thread on a special thing, but there's a poll up on a special thing.com asking if there should be a moratorium on morning zoo references on podcasts. No. I there you go. I agree. My, my answer is no. Um I yeah, I mean it, oh, it it's hacky. Yeah, but it's stupid and I think it's I I guess it depends. I don't know. <laughs> somebody else want, do, somebody I, else see wants, now I'm now I'm self-conscious I was gonna do a morning zoo thing and I'm not now <laughs> um, self-censorship it's the worst kind somebody's response was maybe let's do a poll should that dude who put up that poll stop listening to podcasts I think that might be a good thing <laughs> and there's like this trend right now where people are like uh, hey get your money back then Right. If you're really that dissatisfied with the podcast, get your right, money back. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. We'll feel free to reimburse anyone their zero dollars for this podcast. <laughs> I will send you a check for zero dollars. <laughs> I will not even send you that check. I will send you <laughs> nothing. And, and you'll like it. I'll send you a, send a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll send you nothing back. <laughs> Here's a review, our first review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Gene and Brody. Interesting and who, conversations. Who Sheep lover. That's a Joe Reiner. Five stars. I'm not too good with my words, but I really enjoy listening to the Shaky Town Radio R. Don't be fooled by the name. All shows so far are over an hour. That's that's intentional, by the way. <laughs> uh, look at that. You start out the gates with bonus time. Totally. Uh, our episode zero was under an hour, but that was also well. well the, the, but the idea was, I mean, really, we we talked about this when we were planning the strategy of the show yeah. that that we're never going to be an hour yeah we will ever. we will pad it out if it's if it's if it's at an hour we'll pad it out yeah. or cut it down yeah yeah it'll um, be 45 minutes it'll be an hour and 15 it'll be two hours it's it'll be, be two hour. parts that are one hour and five minutes and the that's other's 45 right. minutes that's right i end up knowing who gene george is from twitter circles at gene george one of the funniest people on the platform. Uh, funniest thing on the platform. Uh, funniest man on the platform. Uh, the uh, what? The podcast platform. The train platform. I think the Twitter platform. The Twitter platform. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow, that's. Uh, I I'm constantly. It's Friday. It's, or people are doing follow Fridays. I guess it's it's midnight on the East Coast. Um, I, I every time somebody does like a follow Friday and includes me next to like, I don't know, somebody really good. Yeah. I'm just like, I almost get like diarrhea attacks i mean it's, <laughs> seriously it's like it's so humbling and and great and and thank you very much um you know for for the compliments about the show and uh, i i you know i have a great time on twitter i haven't been able to to, to tweet as much as i i have been because of uh, my, my work schedule's just gotten crazy but um 
I do appreciate it, and uh, it, I have a great time doing this, and I have a great time on Twitter. And thank you, thank you very much, Jeff, for your uh, for your feedback. Um, yeah. yeah, and 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 definitely, you know, just to put it put in the plug, it's uh, you know, the numbers have been going up steadily um, since we've been broadcasting uh, or podcasting. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, if you like the show, if you don't like the show, leave a review, leave a um, uh, you know, click click on the number of stars. Um, you know, we are available. Uh, one of the one of the other reasons why we we did this show specifically is um, we do care what you think. Um, we do care what you say, and we we, we want to hear what you uh, what you have to say about the show. Um, you know, uh, even if you don't subscribe via iTunes, iTunes is the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. Um, you know, uh, so the, what 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 happens on iTunes is important for better or for worse. So um, even if you don't subscribe via iTunes, go ahead and hit iTunes and and, and click the uh, subscribe through iTunes, even if you're not going to download and listen to the podcast through iTunes and and uh, uh, put a review in, um, you know, uh, click the number of stars you think we deserve. And, um, you know, we don't get paid for this. We're spending money out of our own pocket to do this, and we, we, we love it. So um, that's the only thing we, we the only thing we get is your feedback, um, you know. So so feel free to do that. And and uh, to everyone who's supported the show uh, up up to this point, um, you know, thank you very very much. Yeah. It's it's been very heartening. Yeah, let me actually go back and um, mention some of our past guests. Um, I'll uh, Tom Neely was our first guest. Um, it was. That is where the format for the show was really made because we had talked a bunch for months before we launched this about what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it, the format. Um, and it ended up, what you hear every week, um, it, it's not accidental, but some of the, the tropes, some of the, the traditions uh, developed by happenstance from just our interview with Tom like just you know him him spouting off something at, at the end of the interview like that became a tradition um uh, you know he that was our first like vi- recording in somebody's home he was very welcoming and uh you know he let all his his uh friends and fans of his work know about it um april richardson was our second guest uh very funny episode very fun um Robin Bab- ron babcock comedy's ron babcock. he's all right it, it kind of <laughs> i gotta admit the format took a dive and it was just <laughs> i just i wanted to quit <laughs> uh, no seriously ron ron is a funny funny yeah. man and he's and, one of the people responsible for whatever tangential connection i have to the comedy world ron and and uh his partner in Modest Proposal, Ryan McKee, um, are definitely partially responsible for that because they gave me an opportunity to write for their magazine and promote and even write on some of their shows. Um, so, yeah, they definitely were cool. Uh, Janie Haddad. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you talk a little bit more about her because you were definitely the person who uh, yeah, Janie, Janie's her a, on. Janie is, has always been uh, uh, gracious and supportive, and she's hilariously funny. Um, her uh, fans are amazing and gave us a really good... Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, um, 
spike in the rating. <laughs> yeah, as it were. yeah, absolutely. And um, uh, yeah, it was great to actually get a chance. I mean, we, we generally, uh, you know, Janie and I see each other at shows, and you know, we get to talk at five minutes a stretch. And it was nice to sit down with her and, and actually um, gab for an extended period of time. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. Plus, she had to show up at my house <laughs> right, right, right. before you got there and, like... Stare blankly at the walls. <laughs> <laughs> like, we just moved into the place and right, we were right. just still setting it up. Right, and, right, right. Um, and, and she was super cool. Yeah. Uh, Eli Braden, who we talked to earlier Sucks. tonight. Sucks. <laughs> Sucks a big donkey, dude. Yeah, move on. Move yeah, on. Right, let's just, uh, no, seriously, Eli's, Eli's really, really funny and... Uh, really supportive. And talented. Nice and, and a talented musician and a, and, a, and a funny... If you haven't... Um, I, I don't know if his stuff is still up. I know he was he's doing his new uh, uh, record. Uh, yeah. But uh, definitely check out his stuff on YouTube and Funny or Die. Um, uh, he's going to be big. He's going to be a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, also a hell of a guy. Ann Beats, who I'm the one who grabbed her for the show. Yeah, but only because only because I was paralyzed with fear. <laughs> She's like one of my comedy like legendary heroes. And, and that's exactly why I pursued her yeah. for the show. Because um, that was that was my gift to Eugene. Oh thank you. Although I too a huge fan of all her work. Um, and again somebody welcomed us crazy bearded mustached people into her Mustachioed. home. And uh, Ann Beats told us some funny stories on mic, and I think even uh, some stories off mic that we will take to our graves. That's right. Um, we'll just tease you with that. Um, and uh, Lizelle and JP, obviously... Um, Not JP so much. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, it was really cool having them on. Finding um, out a little bit more about somebody who took all these great photos of all these great shows I, t- I too you know followed those threads yeah yeah on a special thing and saw those pictures and looked forward to uh them going up every wednesday morning uh from the comedy death ray the night before and now the uh, paul f Tompkins show at largo at the coronet yeah yeah and a number of other shows and they were both really cool and, th- and their friends were really cool about talking about the podcast and letting people know that it was that episode was up um Oh, and uh, Thessaly, the mm. ukulele, mm-hmm. Thessaly Lerner, yep. who, who I met in my musical travels in Los Angeles. Who made my microphone grow a mustache. Yeah, yeah. That, and that, that was the first show we taped outside, and it was, it was really fun. And that was, that was a, a sleeper hit for me, because I knew it would be an interesting conversation, but I didn't know it would be so fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which no, I it was great. Known, it was cause, great. Cause she's I trusted your judgment on that, and, yeah. and I, I, I didn't think it was going to be boring. And, and that's the other thing I have to say about this is... Literally every show that we've done, every guest that we've had, it's been just as good or better than the one before. Yeah, yeah. And, and that to me is just, you know, uh, that's what keeps me coming back in the face. I, 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 will, I will freely admit that it seems like as soon as we started podcasting, it, it felt like everyone had a podcast. Yeah. Every, like, you know, fourth person on this planet started a podcast like right about the same time yeah which you know there's a lot of podcasts for your podcast dollar um but uh you know i, I still think that that I, I i love this format and i love doing this and it's it's been it's been awesome yeah and that uh, that leads us to our most recent episode with jen kirkman yep who uh very graciously uh tweeted to her millions of 
Twitter followers. Of which 30% are probably just shit heels followers <laughs> from Chelsea, who will eventually get blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Inevitably. Um, and Jen also is somebody very nice, uh, uh, even just as we were setting up the time, the meeting time, and we, we all had to kind of reschedule a couple times. And, um, and, and since the podcast has, has sent a nice note about it, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, definitely we could not, it, it, it really, I mean, really, even if it was just the two of us listening to this, it would be worth it because of all the great people that we get to meet and interview. Um, it just happens to be though, that there are people who are listening and, and sending nice notes of encouragement and subscribe to the podcast. And we definitely appreciate that. Um, and, and hope that you'll tell all your family and friends and loved ones and yeah. fellow music it, and comedy and podcast fans. If, if you if you like it, you know, tell people. If you don't like it, tell us. Um, you know, we, we're, we welcome the feedback. Um, the other thing, so you want to play your... Yeah. You want to play your the other message? Yeah, so oh, I'll, I, I'd, I'll play it. And thanks again for the cigars. I don't smoke, and I rarely smoke cigars, and this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tatsuahe cigars. Seriously, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll plug them for Pete. Um, not that he needs it because he's doing really well with these. But um, if you do smoke cigars or you enjoy a good cigar, um, Tatsuahe cigars. <laughs> um, so. Let me play this. Who is your favorite cat in the whole world? That is my question. Bye. My favorite cat. Because um, that message was for me because that was my Sounded favorite. like hat. <laughs> No, because I don't have any hats. I have, like, one hat. That would be your favorite. It's my, like, my Fidel Castro hat. It's the only one that fits my huge head. Um, That would be your favorite in the whole world, then. Yeah, that hat would be. Although I have a really cool uh, patchwork derby from Ireland that uh, somebody who I don't really even not in contact with anymore, but got it for me when he went to Ireland. Um, Bob Topolosic. There's your shout-out, if you're still hiving out there. Um... My favorite cat in the world was the question, though, because I have three of them, Ike, Sweet, and Fred Mercury, um, and my late cat, Seamus, who is in an urn now. Um, Cremains. And the, the cats from a previous relationship that I lost custody of. Um, <laughs> Are you still, still paying cat support for this? <laughs> we, uh, uh, we have an amicable relationship, and, and part of it is because we... Uh, we mourned the loss of the cat that I took, and because uh, I still check up on them every once in a while. Did you divvy up the cremains? <laughs> yeah. It's Horrible. Quite is is it in an urn or is it in a, yeah. a, 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 a paint can? It's in a real urn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, my, my dog is in a, in a paint can. <laughs> Actually, maybe it is a paint can. I don't know. To me, it's real. <laughs> I love all cats, I love all animals, even the ugly ones and uh that's why i don't eat them <laughs> um thanks for the call listener who sounds suspiciously like my wife so, wait, did you answer the question What's your favorite cat in the world all of them but especially, oh, you love all especially them. Uh, the ones i have that's now. a cop no you gotta no you gotta lay it down man which which cat okay all right there's a horrible apartment fire and oh, you can no, save one of that. your cats don't which cat which cat would you save and the others you would con- consign to a fiery death. I, I couldn't. I would sacrifice myself first. Uh, really? I have to say I have a soft spot for Ike because I've had him the longest. He's lived with me and lived without me a couple times when I didn't have a place for him to live and friends had to take care of him. Oh, well, so there um, you go, Ike. 
there's the the mini Sodor we talked about moving uh-huh. where I moved around for a, a bunch. Um, yeah, he stayed with some punk rock friends of mine in a punk rock house and was traumatized. <laughs> and uh, did they give him a mohawk? <laughs> somebody else did later. Somebody shaved him at one point <laughs> at a party um, and Shit. tried to convince me that I did it when I was passed out drunk. Like, no, you, you were blacked out, you were acting really weird, and you wanted to shave Ike, and we had to stop you. And that's not what happened. That's not what happened. Trisha, I know, it was you. It was you all along. Um, that, Ike, so Ike's the answer. He's particularly dumb. He's kind of retarded. And I stick up for him and say, no, he's not, he's just skittish. So, um, having listened to all the messages, answered all the questions, um, hopefully have some... I say hopefully you have some great guests coming up. We will you. have some great guests. We, we just need to coordinate it. Um, we, we need to coordinate it. Um, I know Paul Goebel is going to be on soon. Uh, Sam from Naked Comedy will be on. Um, I, I've got a bunch of people who, who've been kind of in a holding pattern because of this. Um, so uh, yeah. uh, Ben Acker, Ben Blacker from uh, 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 Thrilling Adventure Hour, amongst other things. Um, There's two big guests specifically. Two big guests. Yeah, let's let's. That we're coordinating. We'll, yeah, we'll 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 we'll, we'll 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 tease those yet. Yeah. Um, but definitely, I, I wanted to uh, also before we we close out. They're the surviving Beatles. They are. No, they're the they're the ones that are dead. <laughs> Even, Even better. better. Uh, yeah, the shambling zombie corpse of uh, of, of John Lennon and uh, and the cancer ridden corpse of uh, of uh, George Harrison. Um, anyway, uh, I, I also wanted to say uh, just a big thank you to all of the folks who have not been guests yet, who have uh, who have uh, been influential and or supportive. Um, I know we talked a little bit like Sam uh, Varela from Naked Comedy, um, but uh, uh, my, my comedy hero, Paul F. Tompkins, who's, who's always been uh, very supportive of uh, listening to my bullshit after shows and, and uh, me being enthusiastic about being an open micer, and uh, um, Jimmy Pardo and uh, Matt Belknap of Never Not Funny, who are great guys and always friendly when I meet them. Um, Mike Schmidt, the 40-year-old boy podcast, he's another hero of mine, um, especially because he does this all by himself with just uh, Lily Van Schnipp as his engineer just talking into a microphone all by himself which is crazy time when yeah. you think about it uh to carry an entire show i mean i know how hard it is to carry this show with brody's help and it's you know i, I can't imagine it but uh and, and am i and paul goble uh has been very uh like before we launched i, I had a good chance chance to talk to him about it and um he kind of was the first big podcast i listened to uh when i figuring out there was podcasts such a thing and um and yeah and he's been really cool and excited to have him on to talk about that and he cranks them out every week yeah um so oh hey i'm matt myra formerly of comedy and everything else now nerdist uh way and uh, jonah ray is another person who's been friendly and supportive uh boy Jimmy Dore writes me nice responses. Jimmy Dore. <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, uh, somebody else. Oh, uh, Dan Bialik of uh, 12 Shiny Nickels and, uh, and Literally Funny. Uh, always been uh, a friend and, uh, and uh, uh, you know, tells it like it is. Um, I'm, I'm missing a bunch of people, but... Yeah, but especialthing.com people. Yeah, AST. Cool. Yeah, everybody on AST that I like. <laughs> um, yeah, and, uh, you know, thanks a lot. 
it's it's this is this has been fun and it's it's uh, we're gonna keep doing them. So yeah, that's it. It's uh, we don't do seasons on this, but this this kind of does feel like the the wrap of the first phase. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I mean well, it's a mile. I mean it's not really a milestone milestone, but it's certainly we 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 were rushing to get stuff in the can so that um, we could all go on our vacation and uh, now we're kind of back to normal quote unquote so yeah, it's like back to school now it is kind of back to school yeah so uh we'll see you uh, uh you know in the next couple of weeks this this is going to drop uh, monday yep and uh oh it was not the first thanksgiving that my parents screwed up the spaghetti it was just the first time i had a dinner with them after i'd moved to la that was a really important um correction i needed to make um, so go back to your, <laughs> go go back, re-listen to that episode, <laughs> and disavow it, and then uh, disavow that and pretend p- pretend Brody actually said that. Yeah, and I want to thank Gene. Gene's been awesome. Gene was the the only person I would have done this with. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, um, and uh, him and his family have been very welcoming for us to do most of the the shows here. Um, and I have to thank my wife for putting up with the hours and I'm sitting there editing and not spending quality time with her. So, happy divorce. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. And yeah. thank you, Brody. I mean, yeah. So, Love Fest ended. Yep. Um, well, that's it. Uh, and for the Shaky Town Radio Hour, thank you again for listening. Um, you know, we're, we're available in shakytownradio at gmail.com uh, 626-667-4253 that's 626 626- 66 shake um leave us a wildly inaccurate google transcript uh or a wildly inappropriate a message. wildly inappropriate message um you know hit us at gmail hit us on twitter at shaky town radio um always happy to see stuff come in always uh, happy to uh, respond and uh what was it Rollins says on his show where if you if you write it all i'll read them or whatever he says <laughs> i don't um, oh, special thanks to Danzig. Oh, yeah. He's taken a lot of abuse on yeah, the show. And Morrissey. That, and Morrissey. Well, Morrissey hasn't taken any abuse on the show, True. I don't think. Morrissey is on, on a pedestal somewhat. <laughs> and that's putting it mildly. Um, <laughs> however, Henry Rollins and uh, Glenn Danzig have taken a lot of abuse yeah. on the show. Both yeah. from us and from our guests. <laughs> in the grander sense. Oh, hey, and Casey. Casey Santange, at uh, Casey C A I S S I E at, at Twitter, uh, and uh, Matt Debenham, uh, her husband uh, and author. Uh, both of them are very talented and amazing individuals. Um, check out uh, uh, Matt Debenham's book of Right and Wrong. It's on Amazon. We'll put a link and junk like that. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I left them out. And That's thanks it. to the ghost of Rodney Dangerfield for appearing oh, in the last geez, episode. So fucking horrible. Have you heard the edit yet? I almost, I, I, I could not do it. <laughs> I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it eventually. It's horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible. Right. <laughs> I tell you. All right. And today's musical selections are from Mishka Shubali, who I've already talked quite about uh, a lot. Uh, MishkaMusic.com, and he's on MySpace. You can hear a bunch of his songs. And uh, Malka Dupree. Uh, she played in uh, Mountain Kids Fantasy, uh, and uh, she's also doing solo work, and she's at Malka Dupree, M-A-L-K-A-H-D-U-P-R-I-X.com. And any more shout-outs? Oh, that's Malka. Just okay. Mo Coddle on Twitter. Okay. Oh, yes. 
Anyway, uh, uh, I'm Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. This has been the Shaky Town Radio Hour. And remember... Something, something, funny at the end. <laughs> Big laugh. That was, that was my Andy Kidler. <laughs> and another thing that's not as funny. <laughs> and a callback. But up. Riding on a barge in the middle of the water Thinking of a boy, but it's gonna take longer Heading up the river, gonna take myself downtown Red lights flashing, you can hear the engine sound Ticket taker's hands and a crocodile spine. You're gonna take your time to speak, well, I'm gonna take mine. And I'm heading up a river, gonna take myself downtown. Where the smiles will make you shiver like an early frost came down. Where 